live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Historic Radio City. This is the Jeff Wagner Show. With all due respect, I reject your theory completely. But you know what? There needs to be some backlash to this. This would be disastrous. There really has to be a better way. And I think the biggest question here is, what the hell is going on? The AccuNet Mortgage Talk and Text Line is open now. Give Jeff a call at 414-799-1620. Move for president. Get in the race. Will he run? And now, WTMJ's Jeff Wagner. Good afternoon, Wisconsin. Welcome to the show. All right, so Eric Bilstadt, we discussed yesterday how it, it seemed like the parking lot was, around here was incredibly thinned out. Yeah. Well, today, it's pretty kind of much empty. <laughs> I, I, I think you could stand at one end of this big hallway here. You could roll a bowling ball down it. You're not going to oh, hit too yeah. many people, right? No, uh, you're right. All right, so but here, here is the thing. I, I, I finally did some time right. I had some things i had to do today that you know normally so i'm, I'm sitting I, I had some i had to go in and do something with one of the banks okay. you know so i had to go in there and you know sometimes you go in and this is when i can't just do it at a teller i gotta like find somebody and yeah. stuff so i i go in i'm thinking okay it's either going to be really really crowded or it's going to be empty well i walk into this particular i was actually closing a couple accounts in this at a bank where it had accounts that had just kind of been in limbo. I walk in, there's nobody in there. I mean, I got people tripping all over myself. So something on a perhaps normal Friday at the end of the month where I would have probably had to wait like 30 minutes just to see somebody, I'm in and out of there in 10 minutes. It, it's taken care of. And then had to fill some prescriptions at the pharmacy down there. I'm in and out in three minutes. They're glad to see it. It's like, hey, there's somebody coming in here to do that. So it Right. So, I mean, I, again, on the one hand, I understand people are starting their weekend early but if you've got like transactions and stuff that you need to do there's still people that are there and they're they're genuinely glad to see you i mean you know you want to get a hold of one of our sales people they'll be glad to talk to you this afternoon because my guess is most of their clients are you know (laughs) it's friday afternoon so Mm -hmm. this is the time you got plans for the weekend uh not really not really. We just got a dog, so my weekend uh-huh. is going to be inundated with dog stuff. Eh, they're, they're worth it, though. They're, oh, they're yeah. Clear, no, they're, they're, there's wrong, no yeah. question. There's there's clearly worth it. Yeah, this is um, – we're playing golf. we got all these different golf oh, things that are set up, and then we're getting ready for our river cruise. Uh, we leave on Thursday. That's so right. Gene Miller's right. gone for a month for having his knees replaced. I'm going to be gone for about seven or eight days, but – um, my knees are just fine. I'm going to be on a on a cruise ship somewhere, heading down the Rhine River. Looking forward to that. All right, we have a um a, an abbreviated show today. We've got the Brewers and the Cubs, and uh, again, they you know since the All Star break, they played 500 baseball. We're all hoping for the best, but the truth of the matter is, if they're going to make a serious run for the wild card, they they. I think they probably have to win at least two out of three games in Chicago, maybe all three games in Chicago. That The season's starting to slip slide away from them, but their hope springs eternal. So our coverage starts around 1245, first pitch is at 120. Let us get started. The governor of Alabama, she is a, is a woman. She's in her 70s. She's a well-known politician been around forever. Her name is Kay Ivey. She was a student at the University of Alabama, um, and she was a member of a sorority. She graduated, I believe, in 1967. So this is 52 years ago. What's happened is she is now being called upon to resign 
because of something that she was involved in 52 years ago. Now, again, this is 1967, and this is Alabama. So it's it's a different time in our nation's history. What happens, and the way this came out, was that they found that the University of Alabama is apparently undertaking this project where they're they're going through and they're trying to digitalize, digitize old audio. So that they've got all this old audio from decades and decades ago, and they're listening to it, and they're, they're trying to, again, turn it into like a digital thing. And apparently what they have found is in 1967, this the governor was a member of a sorority called Alpha Gam. And one of the things that the sorority did in 1967 is a number of the members of the sorority participated in a campus radio show. And the, the campus radio show, it was, again, it was broadcast on the radio, and it was also a live sort of thing. And people did skits. Um, this was a party at something called the Baptist Student Union. And during during this party, the sorority sisters performed a skit. The skit was called Cigar Butts, and it involved crawling around on the floor looking for cigar butts and things like that. So, okay, people people laughed at it. It also apparently involved blackface. And the governor, now governor of Alabama in 2019, as a senior in 1967 at the University of Alabama, as part of this skit, she apparently wore blue coveralls and had put some black paint on her face. Okay, that... That's what she ended up doing. So she performed in this skit in blackface. She says she doesn't remember doing it, um, but it, it's it's apparently like tapes of this or something have surfaced 52 years later. She says, look, I, I just I, I really I don't remember doing this. I apologize if people's feelings have been hurt. This was a different time. It was 1967. I'm not going to try to excuse it. I said, I really don't recall the skit. Um, but nevertheless, I mean, it, it's apparently out there, and apparently I did this in 1967. But no, I have no intention of resigning. Our number, 414-799-1620. That is the Acunet Mortgage Talk and Text Line. 52 years ago. Now, clearly, if she did this you know, last week, People would be saying, well, what were you thinking? You have to resign. She's a high, she's a college senior, part of a sorority thing. It is 1967. Does she need to resign? Some people would say yes. What do you think? We discuss in just a moment. If you're on the line, please hold on. Back with your calls. This is Jeff Wagner. This is Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. Mitch and Surgeon Bay text, wasn't George Wallace governor of Alabama then? Yes, I believe he was. The whole state was segregated, different times. She and other Southerners, Southerners have evolved. Give her a break. In contrast, the president of the Alabama NAACP says, there's some things you just can't do. If you participated in blackface and things like that, then you should not be the governor of any state. We're, of course, talking about the governor of Alabama, who is in her 70s when she was a senior. I said the University of Alabama. She was actually at Auburn in Alabama. She participated in a, sk- in a skit with her sorority sisters, and she was apparently in blackface 52 years ago. Steve in Green Bay. Steve, you're on WTMJ. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Hi, Steve. 
I don't think she should. I mean, you've got the case of the Virginia governor, who's a Democrat, who did something very similar. In 1984, and, by the way. Right. And, <laughs> in 19, and, yeah, right, 30 years later, yeah. And not, not to say that it's right or wrong, but, I mean, back then that was pretty common practice. So that today you certainly wouldn't do it. But you, you got to give people slack for what they did when they were young. God forbid anybody ever judges me. I hope I never run for office. Well, well right. And you have to take into account the, the times that, that there were. I mean, you, you, you think, I mean, look, I, I understand that blackface has taken on a certain significance now and, and appropriate so, appropriately so. And if this was her going to a party last year dressed in blackface, that, that's clearly, you would say, okay, what are you thinking of? You've got to resign. But, but it was different 52 years ago. And to try to say, oh, you're some incredible racist because what you did is this part of the sorority skit. Well, I, I, I don't know. We, we used to, you know, you used to have movies, you know, with, with uh, you know, white entertainers who were dressed in blackface and things of the like. I mean, times have changed. Things have evolved. And I think you have to, again, say, all right, let, let's not focus on 52 years ago. Let's focus on the last couple of years. Thanks for the call. 414-799-1620. Let's talk to Dave in Waukesha. Dave, you're on WTMJ. Hey, Jeff. How you doing? Real well, thank you. What do you think? I think it's, I think it's ludicrous, personally. I mean, I mean, if you really want to take it literally, none of us would have jobs. I mean, really, when you think about it. Well, right. I mean, if you were, right. I mean, imagine, for everybody, imagine something that you did when you were 21 or 22 years old. And, of course, times were different in Auburn, yeah. Alabama, and stuff that was acceptable and maybe th- people thought was funny back then. And, and, you know, you judge it by today's standards, and you think, okay, what could they have been thinking? But it wasn't something that somebody 52 years ago automatically says, oh, these are a bunch of racists. Now, if you did it, yes, but it was 52. Two years ago. Well, and that's the whole thing is, is the standards like the standards are like a moving. It's like a moving chart, right? Okay, that you know, and whatever. And what you did is, is kind of permanent. So it's kind of like well, you can't. It's not fair to be able to, you know, right. judge something against what's a moving standard. You know. Right, and and I'm, I'm actually, and I'm, I'm sort of sympathetic in many respects. I'm sympathetic to this lady because I'm, I'm trying to think if somebody said, "Okay, now I was in college in the mid '70s." If somebody said, "Hey, you were at a party in 1976, and you know this was the costume that you wore, or something like that," I'd, I'd probably say, "Boy, I don't necessarily even remember that." This this lady says she doesn't even remember the skit. I tend to believe her, but she says, "Look, if I did this, I'm 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 sorry about it, but it's not who I am 52 years." later well you know, you know actually theoretically and i'm your age you know right. um well, I, I'm, I'm 60 but uh the whole point is is stuff we did in the 70s is like right. holy God. none of us would have jobs <laughs> well right no i mean th- again standards standards change and, and that's all for the better i mean i i'm not condoning people you know doing the minstrel sh- show stuff you know in blackface I, I'm, I'm not condoning that but i'm just saying it was a different time it was viewed in a different way and to say okay because you did this in 1967 as part of a sorority skit at at college means that you're unfit to be the governor 52 years later i just don't buy it or um lamar in orlando lamar you're on wtmj hello hey jeff thanks for taking my call sir um i i I got to watch and this is relevant i got to i watched dave Chappelle did this comedy special on on netflix and on the in the beginning of the show he does let let me ask is that any good i've I've seen is that any good i've I've read reviews some people say it's really funny and some some reviews say it's just awful did you like it 
Dave Chappelle's ability, I loved it. Because okay. he has the ability to address issues in a comedic fashion that you, you, you gotta have a, you got, you can't have thin skin and watch it. But he hit, he hit stuff, real subjects, and he has a way of, you know, making you laugh and really think about stuff. And in the beginning, he said something about, he did this, this goofy impression about this dumb person who, you know, would take, you know, finds out that you did something, you know, five minutes ago or, you know, that, and, or 15 years, and, and I'm gonna take everything away from you. And he asked the audience to guess who that was, and many, many of them said Trump. And he said, no, it's you. He said, <laughs> you, he said, it's you, because if you did something five years ago, 15 years ago, or 20 years ago, and they find out about it, no matter what time, you know, the, the, the audience, they wanna take everything away from you. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, you know, you know, I'm African American, you know, and I get it back then. I get blackface is offensive, but quite, it was 50 years ago. Yep. 50 years ago. She's you know, a high school, right, she's a college country. senior. She's a college right. senior as part of this skit in, in Alabama in 1967. I mean, it's not like she's one of the gals out there with, with, with a fire hose, you know, training it on civil rights protesters. She's participating in a sorority skit. And I'm not justifying it. I'm just saying, my gosh, I mean, doesn't, can't there be a statute of limitations on bad behavior? And can't people change? Like, like, hmm. like. Man, we all change. I'm not this. I'm you know. I'm only in my forties, but I'm not the same person I was when I was thirty. Right. You know what I'm saying? Let alone you know twenty. You know, and God, she she did this before I was even thought of. You know, it's <laughs> right. like, dude, can we please move on and move forward? Right. It, it, that'd be one thing, but this is one incident from. God, moons ago. Right, exactly. Right. Thanks for the call. And, and again, a different sort of time. And I, I think, I, again, you, you just, you have to, ju- I don't think any of us would, that, that are of a certain age, I don't think any of us would want to be judged by, I don't know, something that, you know, maybe it was different standards 50 some years ago. It was definitely different standards 50 some years ago. Kristen in New Berlin, you're on WTMJ. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm in the, human resources and i just find it ironic that the big push nowadays is to ban the box that you can't hire someone with a criminal conviction right because over time they're supposed to have moved on and be able to prove themselves on their merits but you can still judge someone based on something that happened 50 years ago <laughs> right right exactly we're and, and this means you are unfit to serve in elected office because you participated in this sorority skit i mean that's that that's that's the standard that we've got now that I mean, I guess there's some things that people can evolve. Let's give those convicted felons. Let's give them another chance. It's not fair to make them walk around with the scarlet A. But this Republican governor, well, OK, you're in your 70s now. But back when you were 21 or whatever, you had this five minute skit and you were in blackface. So you got to lose your gig. I just don't buy it. No, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. And again, it, it's kind of this game of gotcha that that's out there. The um, the Virginia governor now his his thing was in the early 1980s. I mean, thirty like 25, 15 years later, I guess. You know, in the early 1980s, my big problem with him, and I never argued that I thought he should resign because of that. I believe he lied about it. And that, to me, was kind of the worst thing. You know, she says, look, I, I'm really sorry if this happened. I, I don't have any recollection of this this five-minute skit from 1967. But if, if people say it happened and, you know, there, there's this tape of an audio tape of an interview or something where people are talking about it, if it happened, I, I'm really sorry about it. At some point in time, we got to say there's a statute of limitations on bad behavior. And to the extent that this was bad behavior, 
even by 2019 standards, my argument would be that statute of limitations has expired long ago. You're listening to Jeff Wagner on WTMJ. All right. Free legal advice from a recovering attorney. If you're going to jump bail, run far, run fast. Now, I'm not encouraging you to jump bail. Actually, I'm not encouraging you to do anything to do anything that gets you put on bail in the first place. But I'm just saying, if you decide that you're going to jump bail, you, you might as well like have your, your plan to get out of Dodge, to at least make it a little bit difficult for people to find you. Which brings me to the story of Kaylin Sunday. She is part of the pair of losers who were involved. Oh, he called her a loser. Yeah, she is. He, she was involved with her boyfriend. Remember, these were the two that were in that like 10 to 12-hour standoff that had the freeway closed down back in in June. You know, it went on for just ever and ever and ever. And apparently they'd been, you know, living in a tent somewhere. And and clearly, if you look at the background of all this, there's drugs, there's all sorts of problems like that. Well, anyhow, the two of them, hostage standoff, it wasn't really a hostage standoff, but the standoff ultimately ends. They bring her in. She gets charged with six felonies in connection with, you know, the, the overall incident. They let her out on $70,000 bail. And when the problems come in, okay, first of all, um, she one of the conditions, because she clearly has a drug problem, one of the conditions was she show up for a drug screening. Well, she failed to provide a sample during an appointment with uh, in August. Then she failed to show up for a random drug screening on August 23rd. Okay, so you, you understand what's going on. Why do you fail to show up for random drug screenings or fail to give urine samples? Because you're doing drugs while you're out on bail. So Wednesday, she fails to show up for a court appearance that they'd scheduled on this whole thing. The $70,000 bond that was posted. Now, I don't know who posted $70,000 or whether this was property or something. Um, I, I but whoever posted that, it, it's it's gone. I mean, they're assuming it was some sort of cash bond. If it was just a personal recognizance bond, then she owes seventy grand. Good luck trying to collect that. So anyhow, she doesn't show up. She becomes a fugitive starting on Wednesday. Um, she reportedly, apparently, she had a GPS monitoring system. Um, she cut. She cut off her GPS monitoring bracelet to make it more difficult to find her and has been on the run for a couple days. Now, I remember when I first saw this story, I thought, you know, there's sometimes when people run. And and believe me, I I had people who, who jumped bail on me back in the day when I was chasing drug dealers and things like that. Sometimes you know they're going to be hard to find. Gosh, if this guy gets out on bail, he's heading overseas, he's leaving the country, we're never going to see him again. When I saw this story that this Kalen Sunday had jumped bail, my reaction was, hmm, I don't think this is one. Now, sometimes, again, the U.S. Marshal Service and the people who look for fugitives, they, they do an absolutely outstanding job. Sometimes it is very, very hard to find fugitives they're on the run for a long time. They leave the country. They change their names, etc. And sometimes there is what we would call low-hanging fruit. And and Kaylin Sunday, well, she'd be that that big giant peach that's getting ready to fall off the off the the limb there, off the branch. Um, and, and sure enough, um, she's been on the run. I guess since she cut her bracelet off on Monday. 
uh, didn't show up for a court appearance on Wednesday. Well, um, she was captured in Milwaukee on Thursday night with the help of the Milwaukee Police Department and the U.S. Marshal Service Fugitive Task Force. So she really wasn't a fugitive very long. But let me just note this. She was captured in Milwaukee. All right. This thing happened in Oconomowoc. She's from Pewaukee. Her idea of jumping bail and running is to go to Milwaukee. Once again, free legal advice. If you want to jump bail, at least at least consider getting out of state. She didn't. Now, theoretically, she's going to be back in jail. All right, I am out of time. I'm back Tuesday at 12 noon. We do this all again. Have a great Labor Day weekend. Enjoy yourselves. Go Brewers. This is Jeff Wagner, WTMJ. 